Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Take Podcast here. I am your host, Jackson Burleson, and today we're going to be talking about where KD and Kyrie should be playing next season. But before we get into today's episode, make sure to follow me on Spotify and click that notification bell so you do not miss out on an episode. And also follow the Take Podcast on all of its social medias on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok so you do not miss out on any episodes as well there. And also check out my last podcast where I break down my top 10 NFL teams for this upcoming 2022-2023 season. So let's go ahead and jump right into this podcast. Okay, so first of all, we're going to start with Kevin Durant. There were a lot of question marks about whether, you know, he was going to come back and play or, you know, what he was doing because of Kyrie wanting out of Brooklyn. And everyone was shocked that he requested a trade out of Brooklyn because I didn't think he was going to leave Brooklyn unless Kyrie left, but he's not waiting on Kyrie to make a decision. So KD requested a trade and his team on the business side of things is really working with the Nets front office to really get a deal done. Both sides want to get a deal done and they seem motivated to get a deal done. Unlike Kyrie, the trade talks have kind of frozen a little bit with Kyrie but with KD and the Nets, they're both really trying to get a trade done because KD doesn't want to be there, and for good reason. I mean, Kyrie's not showing up to play. Like he's just he Kevin Durant came there because Kyrie told him to come there with him. So, and it hasn't panned out. So Kevin Durant's looking for elsewhere to go, and he just wants to win a championship at the end of the day. And these three teams give Kevin Durant the best chance to win a championship. Now I'm going to start with the Portland Trailblazers first. The Portland Trailblazers, they have Damian Lillard who needs a player like Kevin Durant to really do something with his career because his prime has obviously been wasted in Portland. I mean, he's had so many great seasons as a Trailblazer and it's just been wasted. I mean, the farthest he's made it is to the Western Conference Finals and they got swept the last time he was in the Western Conference Finals by the Golden State Warriors. Damian Lillard needs help, and the players they have around Lillard right now are not going to get him to an NBA championship, let alone the playoffs. Like They didn't even make the playoffs last year, and Damian Lillard had one of his best seasons of his career. Damian Lillard never gets hurt. He always shows to, up to work. He doesn't sit out for no excusable reason, or he, he, he doesn't give any excuses to not play. And that's something that KD should be looking at because... Damian Lillard and Kevin Durant together on the same court would be the best duo in the game of basketball. I mean, with Damian Lillard's ability to shoot the ball from anywhere, he has unlimited range. He can pull it from Steph Curry range, and then he can drive to the basket, and he loves to get his teammates involved. I mean, and he's a great leader. Like, what separates Damian Lillard from Kyrie Irving is Damian Lillard is a great leader. Kyrie is not a leader at all. Kyrie's selfish doesn't care about teammates. Damian Lillard cares about his teammates, and he's loyal. So you know he's not going to leave Portland if Kevin Durant comes because Kevin Durant's going to be on a long-term contract, which means he has to stay at whatever team he gets traded to for at least three years. So that's good for Damian Lillard to know that there's going to be some long-term security there with Kevin Durant 
But for Kevin Durant's side, Damian Lillard's going to be staying in Portland. He just signed a two-year, $122 million extension with the Blazers not a couple weeks ago. Making That's the highest extension any player in NBA history has ever signed. So we know Damian Lillard's loyalty lies in Portland. So in my opinion, I think that's one of the teams that Kevin Durant could really go to and have a chance to win a championship. And that would be awesome to see Durant and Lillard in Portland together. That'd be truly awesome. And another team that Kevin Durant should go to, in my opinion, is the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat are coming off an Eastern Conference Finals appearance. They were injured. They had the best bench in the NBA. And the Heat have the assets that Brooklyn wants to be able to get Kevin Durant. The Portland Trailblazers would be great, but they don't have the necessary assets that Brooklyn may need to complete a trade for Kevin Durant. Because the Brooklyn Nets want a star player, and I'm sure they'll want some draft picks. Because look at the Rudy Gobert trade with the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves gave up five players and five draft picks for a center who, in my opinion, is super overrated in Rudy Gobert. Which means that Kevin Durant should be getting at least nine draft picks given up for him because Kevin Durant's way better than Rudy Gobert. And Rudy Gobert is worth five draft picks? Really? I don't think so. So the Heat have some assets to give up. They could trade for Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson along with a couple draft picks for Kevin Durant because... The Heat are not really sure on Tyler Hero if he wants to stay in Miami, if he's not going to be a starter next year. And then Duncan Robinson, you know, he signed a four-year, $92 million deal, but he was riding the bench in the playoffs, and there was a situation going on with that guy too. So those two guys could totally be on the table for this trade to get a guy in Kevin Durant that would really elevate the Heat to a championship level, making them the best team in the Eastern Conference by far. Because they'll still keep Kyle Lowry, they'll still keep Jimmy Butler, and they'll still keep Bam Adebayo. So they'll still have some pieces, and they'll still have some pieces on the bench. Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, they'll still have some guys on the bench. They won't be as deep, obviously, but they'll still have some guys off the bench. But, I mean, Rudy Gobert with the Minnesota Timberwolves in that trade really changed the market for Kevin Durant, making a Kevin Durant trade more expensive for teams because they're going to have to give up a lot more to the Nets that are looking for at least an all-star level player and some draft picks, I'm assuming. So whoever trades for the Nets, with the Nets to get Kevin Durant, they're going to be giving up a lot. But the Heat are definitely a team that I could see Durant going to, and it's on Durant's wish list of the teams he wants to go to, along with the Phoenix Suns, which... In my opinion, I think the Phoenix Suns could get have the highest chance of getting Kevin Durant, in my opinion, just because the Phoenix Suns have been shopping their star center in DeAndre Ayton for the last couple months trying to get a trade for him. And he could def- Ayton could definitely see himself in Brooklyn, in my opinion, just because KD has so much interest in going to the Suns. And Ayton's future has just been at so much question. They didn't extend his contract. They didn't give him the max this year. So Aiton was kind of upset about that. But Aiton's just a very solid player, and pairing him up with Ben Simmons in Brooklyn, that would not be a bad idea for Brooklyn, in my opinion, because both of those guys are young, and they still have time to develop their games. 
So that would make the most sense in my opinion. And then Kate for KD, him going to Phoenix, that makes so much sense. I mean, you got Chris Paul and Devin Booker who are both all-star level players and they made it to the finals two years ago. So they've been there. They know how to get to the finals. They just need that one piece to take them over to the top. And Kevin Durant is that piece. With Kevin Durant on the Phoenix Suns, they are definitely the best team in the Western Conference, even over the Golden State Warriors, who just won the championship, which is insane because Kevin Durant winning another championship without Steph Curry is just going to help his legacy even more. But, I mean, Kevin Durant to the Suns, in my opinion, makes the most sense out of these three teams I just mentioned. And a trade is most likely to be able to get done with the Phoenix Suns because they have been shopping their star player and they do want to trade him. So the Suns are the third team, and I think KD has the best chance of winning a championship with the Suns as well out of these three teams and has the best chance because, I mean, Portland, they don't really have the assets to give up for Kevin Durant, even though Dame and KD would be awesome to see play together. The Heat, they do have the assets to give up, but, I mean, it really depends on if KD wants to go play for the Heat, which he would fit into the culture tremendously well, by the way, but it really depends if the Heat want to trade Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson. That's really going to come down to those two guys, if they want to trade those two guys or not and how much they're going to be willing to give up for a guy like KD. And then the Suns, they already have a star player, like I said, and they already have Chris Paul and Devin Booker, a dynamic duo who made the finals not too long ago. So I think that's the best destination from Kevin Durant. Um, I'm going to be very interested to see you know, what kind of happens with KD, what kind of goes on these next couple months, weeks. Um, I don't know when a deal is going to get done. I honestly think it's just going to surprise a lot of people when a deal is made with Kevin Durant and some team. I mean, there's been a lot of teams that have been mentioned, but the fact is that Kevin Durant doesn't want to be in Brooklyn, and it's really disappointing to see like them not be able to win a championship in Brooklyn because they should have. And it's also insane, like, the Nets were favored to win the championship at the beginning of the year with James Harden, Kyrie, and KD on the same team. It's just nuts that this team is about to be broken up, and it's honestly unfortunate because they just wasted two good years that they could have had a championship team with. And, you know, now Kyrie's going to be leaving, but only team that I see Kyrie going to is the Lakers. That's it. That's the only team, and it's going to be super difficult to get a trade done unless the Lakers trade Russell Westbrook, which they should, by the way, because Russell Westbrook probably had the worst season of his career last season, averaging 17.7 rebounds and 7 assists per game, not shooting well from the field. He shot like 32% from the field and like 28% from three, which 28% from three does not surprise me at all, in my opinion. I mean, it just doesn't, but... I mean, Russell Westbrook for Kyrie would make a lot of sense, but the, for the Lakers and this Kyrie trade, they're going to have to get a third team involved because the, it's just not going to work with Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook in Brooklyn at all. Like, it's just not going to work. They're going to have to get a third team involved because the Lakers aren't going to be able to afford... They don't have a lot of cap space to waste, and to be able to bring in Kyrie with 
his $36 million player option that he accepted is going to be a lot for this team. But, I mean, the Lakers are going to just continue to sign veteran minimum guys. And, you know, they're just trying to get a championship for LeBron. LeBron's trying to win one more championship. And so is Anthony Davis. I mean, he's trying to win a championship as well. But with Kyrie and LeBron playing together, that would be freaking awesome to see. I mean, it really would. Like, Kyrie's gotten so much better since the last time they played together in Cleveland. And they've already won a championship together. And they somewhat didn't like each other. But I think they can get over their differences and win a championship in L.A. I, I really do. And then Kyrie was spotted in L.A. at a Sparks game, which is a huge sign for me personally. I mean, it may not be a big deal to some people, but I think that's a huge sign that he's in L.A. in this in the crypto arena for a Sparks game where the Lakers play. I mean, I, I think that's a huge sign. Like Kyrie and the Lakers, only team that makes sense. Only team he's going to get traded to if a trade does happen. Now, let's say a trade doesn't happen. Is Kyrie going to sit out again? I mean, it's so ridiculous. I mean, and honestly, like, it's all of Kyrie's fault that KD wants to leave anyways. Because if Kyrie Irving was on the court and he was playing and he was showing up to work, not sitting out for little reasons, then Kyrie and KD would be still playing together next season. But... It's all Kyrie's fault. I mean, it, it really is. And it's so upsetting to see a team get wasted like that. Like, everyone wanted to see the Nets in the finals with the Lakers. Like, everyone wanted to see Nets-Lakers in the finals. But it's just not going to happen. But Kyrie to the Lakers, that's the only team that makes sense. He had a bunch of teams listed, like the Mavericks, Heat. The Heat are interesting. I just don't know if the Heat would give up anything for Kyrie because he does have a lot of baggage. We get he's he's insanely talented. Kyrie's one of the best point guards in the league when healthy. But do you want all the on off the court nonsense that he brings in? I don't think so. I don't think any team wants all the off the court nonsense that he brings in with his talent. I mean, yeah, he can give you thirty a night, but it's not worth it, honestly. Like. And he's not a leader. He's not bringing anything. The only thing that Kyrie brings to a team is buckets. That's it. That's all he brings is buckets. That's really it. And if he wasn't a good scorer, then he would be super. He wouldn't be valuable at all to anybody in this league. But Kyrie to the Lakers is the only team that makes sense. That's all I'm going to say on the Kyrie trade. But there's been a lot of other offseason moves that have been pretty interesting as well. And, you know, one that's kind of standing out to me that could, that's getting more and more realistic as the days go by is Donovan Mitchell to the Miami Heat. That would be a perfect fit. Donovan Mitchell is literally, he reminds me of Dwayne Wade. And he brings that same energy that Dwayne Wade brought to the Heat when he was winning championships with us. And I think it'd just be perfect. Him and Jimmy Butler could play so well together. You could have Donovan Mitchell run the point. I mean, imagine a starting lineup with Donovan Mitchell. Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. I mean, imagine those three guys on the same court together. And then you got plugging guys like Max Struess who can shoot the lights out of the thing. I mean, that team would be amazing to watch. I mean, it really would. And then you get a bunch of guys like Pat Riley. Pat Riley knows how to get the right pieces around uh, certain players to win a championship. But, I mean, Donovan Mitchell in the to the Heat 
is starting to draw more traction, but what are the Heat going to have to give up? Are they going to have to give up Tyler Hero? Are they going to have to give up Duncan Robinson? I mean, I think they're going to have to give up some decent player. Um, and the Jazz, they're looking, they have a lot of players right now and a lot of draft picks. So the Jazz are ready to rebuild. And for Donovan Mitchell, he needs to get out of Utah because he's just going to be wasting his career if he stays in Utah. He really will be. Like Donovan Mitchell is coming off averaging 26 points per game, coming off one of his best seasons yet, and he's just continuing to get better, but the Jazz are continuing to get worse. I mean, they traded Rudy Gobert, their star center, which, you know, I said earlier, I think he's very overrated. But um, then getting rid of Donovan Mitchell would kind of complete that rebuild process and get that going for the for the Jazz. And, you know, they're not going to be completely screwed. They're not going to be a terrible team. I mean, they could be getting guys like Tyler Hero that can really bring in some scoring. And honestly, I think having Tyler Hero being on a different team than the Heat would kind of benefit his career the most for him because I think he wants to be a starter and you know he wants to put up 25 points per game against these starters and he wants to show that he's as good as Luka like he said last year he thinks he is better than Luka which is so ridiculous by the way but there's um also speaking of the Mavericks the Mavericks got Christian Wood which he was a, he's a power forward from the Rockets who has played phenomenal these last couple years and he just needs a team around him which is on I think honestly this is a very underrated move cuz Christian Wood is just such a versatile player like he can do a lot of different things like he can post up he can shoot the mid-range like I mean he brings in a defensive presence as well that down low that the Mavericks do need. They do need some size. They need a rim protector. They need a shot blocker. They need somebody that can bring in that intensity. I mean, he's coming off a great season last year with the Rockets, averaging 17 points. I mean, and he and he's shooting 39% from three for a big man and 50% from the field. I mean, that's pretty incredible. And these last couple years, He's been playing unbelievable. Like last season, he averaged 21 points per game. And Christian Wood, he can rebound. I mean, he averaged 10 rebounds per game last year, which is what the Mavericks need as well. But the Mavericks have Luka Doncic, and having him and Christian Wood paired together, it, it, makes, it makes for a good duo. And, you know, Christian Wood has so much potential to keep getting better. And I've been saying this with Christian Wood on the Rockets, Rockets would be nasty in a couple of years. But now he's on the Mavericks. I mean, come on, like that's that's just unbelievable. But but the Mavericks did lose point guard Jalen Brunson to the New York Knicks, which it's pretty heartbreaking in my opinion for the for the for the Mavericks because Jalen Brunson really showed what he could do this past season. I mean, he was putting up points in the playoffs. Like he was he dropped 40 points in the first round against the Jazz with no Luka, by the way. No Luka. Like that this is why Jalen Brunson is so valuable. I don't know how he's going to do with the Knicks. I don't know if you know the Knicks did the best thing they could have done giving him a 4-year, 104 million dollar deal. 
But Jalen Brunson does have some potential. He's coming off his best career year. I mean, he was unbelievable in the playoffs. I mean, he really showed what he could do, in my opinion. Like, he averaged like 31 minutes per game, six, 16 points, 50% from the field, which is super efficient. And we know what he's done in college. I mean, he's been a good player for a long time now. I mean, he was national player of the year in college. Wasn't a high draft pick, but he's came into the league and he's really been getting better and better and better. And I'd be really curious to see how Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle play together along with R.J. Barrett because they still got a young core and they need to start playing well together. I mean, the Knicks, don't get me wrong, they came off a bad season. They just traded Kemba. They just traded Jalen Duran, which was a center that they really needed. I mean, they the Knicks have some questionable moves, but and they free up cap space for no reason, by the way. Like they have the most cap space available from any NBA team, and they say, "Oh, we're gonna get a star player, Jalen Brunson." No knock against Jalen Brunson, but they did this a couple years ago when KD and Kyrie were free agents. They had enough cap space to sign Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And they didn't even offer them a contract. They didn't even offer them a contract, which is insane. This is why the Knicks are stupid. But, I mean, they do things for a reason, I guess. I mean, James Dolan, he he does things for a reason. I, I don't know. He probably is the dumbest owner in the history of basketball. But the Knicks do things for a reason. I think it's honestly a decent pickup to get Jalen Brunson. And they needed to pick him up because they traded Kimba Walker, who was their point guard. It was their point guard. So they need to replace 20 points per game and scoring right there. So they better be hoping that Jalen Brunson comes in averaging 20 points per game. Um, but the Knicks do have some upside. I mean, they did make the playoffs two years ago. So that's not bad. They did make the playoffs. They were a four seed. So they did beat, they beat the Atlanta Hawks, who, by the way, oh, they've had a fabulous offseason. They picked up the... Jonte Murray from the Spurs, pairing him with Trey Young. Oh, stop it. That's going to be an elite backcourt. An elite backcourt. Like, those two guys together are going to play so well. Like, Jonte Murray was an all-star last year who averaged 20 points per game. And then we know what Trey Young can do. I mean, Trey Young's the next coming of Steph Curry. I mean, he really is. Trey Young can pull it from anywhere. He has unlimited range. And he's an elite three-point shooter. And... You know, with those two on the Hawks next year, I don't see why the Hawks can't come out of the East or at least make it to the Eastern Conference Finals as they did last year. I mean, they're not going to lie. They made the Eastern Conference Finals when the Bucks won the championship. They took them six games. They, they weren't bad at all. They really surprised a lot of teams. And for them to not even make the playoffs this year is quite upsetting because they had so much talent this year, but picking up Javante Murray, that's a huge pickup, and that's going to really bring a lot of eyes to the Hawks. This has been a crazy NBA offseason. Like, I've never seen like so much movement in an NBA offseason in my life, but the NBA offseason is the most exciting offseason in sports. It always is. Free agency is always exciting. Everyone buzzes about it. Everyone talks about it. But I'm really curious to see 
what these new teams and these new look teams are going to be looking like for this upcoming season. But this is going to go ahead and do it for today's podcast. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, and make sure to hit that notification bell so you do not miss out on any new episodes. And also uh, follow me on uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, TikTok so you do not miss out on any more episodes. And also check out the take.sport.blog. I post articles on there very frequently, um, so make sure to read those. And um, I'll catch you guys in the next episode.